Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey everybody, welcome to Spanish Aquí Presents, the newly vaxxed up Spanish Aquí Presents with Riza, Tony, and Oscar. We're here. Uh, we're <laughs> up, ready to go. <laughs> we are vaxxed and we're waxed, bitches. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Vaxxed and some of us are hairy. Are we? Are we? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. We're I'm ready. Slowly but surely. We're getting there. I just read that June 15th, they're going to take away the mask mandate. Really? For okay. California? June 15th? June oh, I don't know if I'm 15th. ready for that. I don't know if Holy I'm ready for that. Holy moly! Yeah. Yes. Are you guys ready I, for this? Like, it's not the pickup, but are you ready for that? Like, are you ready <laughs> for this? <laughs> it's not the pickup. Absolutely so fast. not. Well, this everything's is... opening up, but then they just added, he added that also on top of everything opening, he's the mask mandate is going to go away. Can I see? But I think Newsom. Okay. Oh, okay. Sorry, I should have wow. prefaced that by saying that. I just because because it's different. I just wanted to know because it would be different if it was Biden. That's why I wasn't sure. Oh no no no! Because yeah. it's just pertaining California? to California. <laughs> yeah, pertaining to California. Well, yeah. No, I thought it was for the whole the whole U.S. That's why I was like, oh, no, 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 no. That's why. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I by saying it's for California. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. My bad, <laughs> okay. my bad, my bad. We could play the tape again. George, <laughs> play the tape. No, 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 no. Just kidding. Uh, but yeah, that's coming up in a month. a month. It is so scary. I don't think so. I will say, uh, you know, I, I'm like an indoor cave animal. And I went to my very first social event. And you crumbled. This weekend. <laughs> Fully masked. Tell me why I got a fucking cold. Me? Oh what? God. Me too. No. Because you have to go out and get ready. No, 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 no. time. No, 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 no. I, I Rise are you too? Listen, like I've been coughing like I in the last two interviews that we were you doing. You and I have been exactly we've been a literal that means that you guys need to get out more. No, One of you was on a plane, verdad? I was okay, hold on. Yes. I was on a plane. I went to Miami, but you know my OCD ass had my gloves and my mask y todo. And mm-hmm. um my I know I pretty much know where I got it from kissing my nephews and nieces, probably because Your two of them nieces? My nephews and my nieces, two of oh, them. And your yeah, both. Yeah, both of them. All of them. All of them. There's more than two. You're like, you know, I already you look know how great, Rasta. No. <laughs> well, because I texted my family thread and I was like, bro, who the fuck is sick? I literally said that this morning. I was like, because I, I kissed ha- everyone. I-, I need a list. Yeah. I was like, yo le estaba dando beso to the little babies. And I didn't kiss. I'm like, <laughs> who I didn't was kiss. patient zero? And then I found out that two of them like have like one of them has like coffee flame on the other. But also kids are always sick. In They're school. always sick. Kids are Kids are yeah. full of germs. So that's stay least, away from children. Yes, one and two. Though I was gonna say, like my mom actually kind of had a. She's a mom. She knows this stuff, right? Um, you know, she was like, moms. yeah. But Tere, shout out to Tere. She made a pretty good Tere. point. She's like, a lot of us are gonna like. She said that she thinks that a bunch of people will get sick, like just yeah. like a regular thing, because our immune system. We've been, yeah, like yeah, exactly, yeah. So she, which yeah. I mean, again, like I'm sure we all know this, but I was just, I didn't really have that in my brain while I was texting them, and I was like, oh yeah, thanks, mom. <laughs> Can you yeah. say that again? What, that, what's the about the immune system? That our immune system is 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 not as strong as it was pre-pandemic because like I never, I never I would get sick. Like I'm the kind of bitch that like I it will rain on me and I will go inside like a uh, barefoot AC barefoot. Uh-huh. Pata, Walking around this vein is gonna pop in the foot. That's what <laughs> one of the moms used to tell me. But anyways, I'm like, I used to I never would get sick, like knock on wood. And I was like, the first fucking trip after being vaccinated. That I go for Mother's Day, Icoño. I come back with like my That's throat. Right. I mean, look at my 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 voice yeah. is raspy. The cold I was, is happy to yeah. be back. You know, they took a year <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, hardly anybody got a cold. Cold in twenty twenty. So much sense. It's and, fine. Um, yeah, you know what? It's, come, it's making its back so, uh, comeback. You know, are we ready to be unmasked? No, <laughs> I mean people forget that. Like, hey, listen, we all got our vaccines, <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh, that doesn't exclude the other 
you know, sicknesses we can contract exacto, exacto. from like, other people. You know? Yeah, like I'm going to dinner tomorrow night for my birthday. And like, I'm already like anxious about coughing in public because I'm like, oh my God, everybody's going to think I'm disgusting. Because you know people bro. are going to stare. Yeah. Gonna stare. yeah, just hold your vaccination card next to your face. Like, <laughs> I'm fine. I already, I have that, it. That should be your mask. <laughs> no. Yeah, my back. Your vax card over your Size mouth. Your <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to dress so hot that nobody's going to care. I sure, you know what? <laughs> Guys, I call me crazy, but I like, feel like a sick hot lady. I'm going to start an Etsy. I'm going to start an Etsy. It's okay. a mask that, that with a clear front and you can just uh, slide, slide the thing and you can just put it over your thing. Oh, I, lo- um, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. it. I love it. I have it on DM. my phone now because they texted me, my the people that I did my shop and now I have it on my Apple wallet. Oh, yeah. okay. Or you could just take a picture and save it in, where, save it in your where, memos. It's fine. I don't know where mine yeah. is. I don't know where mine is. I think I, I think <gasps> I left it out. You lost my, your car? Your max card? I think I don't want to blame I don't want to blame it on my cleaning senor. on my cleaning lady because I love her and I don't it's, I just think blame that it I left your nephews. I I'm like I think that I left it in a spot que ella me limpio and I don't know where it is. I don't oh, it's like cuz I have a stack God. of papers that I need to organize que ella me lo puso todo like clean and like all nice without like cat hairs and dust. Okay. And I'm like mm-hmm. I need to do this but okay. I don't know where my card is. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I got it's a digital. Fine. Well, this this is a very good transition <laughs> into our peak. Uh, oh yeah. Since I since if I don't put a stop to it, this is gonna what we're it's retroactively turning into a new peak. I don't sure. Though then I but, have a question. <laughs> then if we're gonna ex, if we're gonna extend this, Carlitos, which uh, vaccine did you get? I'm just curious. Oh yeah, like, you're the only one. Pfizer. Who oh. Oh, I'm I'm the only Moderna girl here. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh. Mira la. Mira la. What are we? What did you guys talk about? The judgment from people getting Johnson and Johnson nah. Moderna Pfizer. No, no judgment at all. I'm just it truly it doesn't matter. Vaccine, it's this is good. what I say. As long as you got the Baxter Boys vaccine or the NSYNC, you're fine. If you have the 98 <laughs> degrees one, you should. Wow. What? Wow. I've, seen that. I've seen that meme. I've seen the meme. I didn't like even that. know it's the meme. I literally just. There's a meme like that, like about like so many things. Like it's like the Android is is um the <laughs> I think Android is like Johnson and Johnson. Apple iPhone is like Pfizer and Moderna was. The Dolly Parton shot. No, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was a do- the. No, I think Moderna was um no. like a blackberry or some shit. I don't fucking know. They're just Moderna like Moderna can't be the blackberry. That doesn't maybe though. There we are. I don't it know. Doesn't, it doesn't equate right. Whatever. Yeah, let's do the pika. But that'd be fun. <laughs> let's do the pika. It's about let's cooking, guys. I was I was wondering, did we learn anything from like? Did we learn new skills? Did we cook? We, we were forced to cook for you know when everything shut down. I remember when I first uh, came back to. It was actually I flew back from working directly into the lockdown was when there was no toilet paper and everybody <laughs> ransacked all of the uh, supermarkets. And it took me like five trips to just gather enough supplies to feed myself. Oh boy. I have been cooking forever just because. Um, <laughs> oh, good. Because I be, I be, I be broke ass bitch sometimes and uh, it's just cheaper to cook. So for me, the pandemic having to cook so much wasn't such a big turn like around. I think, um, it did. It does suck the idea of when I am lazy and I don't want to cook. And the, I felt like a lot of the places that I would want to order food from because of the pandemic, which I totally get and I respect. But like the prices went up a little bit and like oh. it became a little bit more difficult. So that to mm-hmm. me was like, fuck, like I was like, damn, like, OK, like I got to choose between cooking this because I'm on a budget or, you know, spending twenty one dollars on a freaking burrito. Like, Not seriously, oh, delivery some- fee tip. But they, oh, but man. but a lot of you know there's some things that I don't mind paying. I obviously we know the apps like whatever are trash, but that's a whole other fucking peacock. But anyways, we talked about it. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. And so I I think like I definitely tried like some newer things. Like I hadn't done like ropa vieja, and I did <gasps> that. I did ropa vieja for my boyfriend's family because I don't eat meat, so I made it for them. Mm-hmm. Um, Cuban style from scratch. My sister like walked me through it. Uh, please um, describe roja vieja. Uh, ropa vieja. Ropa vieja. Ropa vieja. Yeah. Tony, for people who you don't got know. so excited, you ropa vieja. I love it. You eat old meat. clothes, <laughs> old clothes. Yeah, That's I used to right. call it ropa sucia when I was in Miami. Really, this, it's not as uh, appetizing. Well, it, it might have some olives and like it, olive juice is a dirty martini. That's it could shit. be ropa sucia. Why like, is it ropa vieja? It's shredded. It's, it's carne. It's like shredded, and then you literally—that's the one thing that was kind of hard. I had to have my boyfriend's mom help me because I didn't want to do that part. Desperedada. Like, Desebrada. Huh? I Sure. Damn. I don't know. Whatever. You just <laughs> have to like, you rip the fucking like, like, and then you like, you put, you know, you have As to you do with clothes. 
Yes, exactly. Oh. But um, I don't know why it's called ropa vieja. Do you know, Tony? I, it's with that texture. I, you know what? I used to know, and now I don't. Oh. But it, it's supposed to be that. No, I, okay, I'll, no I'll get back to okay, you. No help. You know what? I had the answer, and it has just recently left my brain. Thank you very much. Let's move yeah, on. Truly, Tony, I was on a Tony podcast said. about food, and we talked about this, and I don't really? remember. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people bring that up, too, like in like when they I tell them I'm Cuban. They're like, oh, ropa vieja. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Is that what you know? Interesting. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I think I just, I just tried to eat healthy and cook and stuff oh, after I just found it online sorry after like um after like the first couple months where i was like oh we're really fucking in this for a long time okay cool well now like i need to get my shit together and actually order healthy because yo estaba comiendo mierda in the beginning and yes. drinking and eating yeah, and not sure. giving we a fuck did. about the yeah. workout whatever but obviously you know we've uh, talked about like the whole flip on that when we all found out this was going to be way longer yeah. Um, but yeah, we so thought it was going to be a month of like, oh, let's have candy. Yeah. Let's have oh, my birthday's in the pandemic. Ugh. Yeah, let me be a little, let me little, let me be a little cochinita and eat everything I want, and then I'll be back to normal. <laughs> nope, no, no. I no. was actually try. I tried to take care of myself in the early months because I was afraid of like an, a weakened immune system. Weak, Jesus, Tony, I can't talk. Oh, weak. But like, I, I, I didn't want to drink every night because I didn't want to risk, you know, getting okay. COVID, having a good time. That, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't know shit. That's the thing, yeah, though, too. No like shit. in the beginning, we didn't Bro, even know. Did we talk about this? Like if they w- there was never going to be a world where they would say, hey, we would have lost our minds. We said we, we talked about this. But they would yeah. say, hey, this is going to take a year. Yeah. It's like the airport's like it's going to be five more minutes. It's going to be. Yeah. We can't do a w- two weeks. We can't People do. People would, would have lost their mind. Wild, wild. What about you guys? Nothing changed for me. No. I kept cooking in the same shape. But I actually the only thing that changes. Be- uh, no, I didn't do. If anything changed for me, it changed this year because I was getting ready for Hentified. So that's, I, I, you know, I've mentioned this before. I took a food sensitivity test. I found out all the stuff that I was eating on the regular Ooh. that was not good for me. So I rehauled everything, uh, all my, like my grocery from right before the year, right before I went to visit my family for the holidays. I was already like figuring out what to buy, what to get rid of, what to do. So I took all of that information. And in January, I just started to cook uh regularly for myself stuff that that was different from the pandemic because i didn't know at that time um and if you want to know how this um enabled uh carlito's body please go to his birthday instagram post where he is thirst trapping um that was it i just want to plug your bod thank you i appreciate (laughs) that it i lost uh significant amount of my uh weight and Mm -hmm. that was and i wasn't and i and but it was mostly it was working out but it was definitely like eating Good. And it wasn't even that crazy. We've talked. We, we're not going to make a detour into it. But basically, I wasn't hungry. I just ate the all this stuff. So that helped me. So th- I have more of like a journey now than I did during the pandemic, uh, mm. you know, when I was cooking for myself. What mm. kind of stuff were you cooking? Like, what are some of your favorite meals that you I have this salmon veggie dish that I make and it's like a, mm. and it's meal prep. So I'll make it. I'll make a batch mm. that'll last me for like a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I before it used to be random sizes, but now that I learn how to like count calories or to kind of like w- like do the mm-hmm. macros for it, now I know exactly how much I can serve and how much I'm, which is great because uh, oh, wow. everything's about the same, the same amount of vegetable. Like it's all like with weight, you can figure it out. So I have this thing and I have it down. I took out ingredients that I used to have that they're not good for me. I put in more stuff, but it's basically like a guisado de salmon, mm. and it, it it and when I do it perfectly, it it's almost like a dip. You've seen mm. it. You've had yeah, some. I've seen it. Um, I haven't so had it, but I've seen it. Yeah. So, so I could either make it with pasta, uh, or I could just have it with chips. Either way, it's fantastic meal that I can have. I also um, my breakfast now. Like I took eggs out because I can't have eggs. So now I literally just take. I buy just chicken from Trader Joe's. Oh. I weigh it. I I put it in the pan. I put a little bit of a uh, daya cheese on it. And, and me lo como como un open face sandwich. Mm, That's so like good. amazing yep. cal- like heart, like not not more than 300 calories. It's got a bunch of protein. It's really great. So stuff like that. Um, easy to, to kind of make. But the most the most cooking I do is for the salmon veggie dish. And I love it so much. I don't get I don't get sick of it. I also don't have to eat it every day. I just got an air fryer. Which is oh, you got in. I did. Know? I finally wow. was like, I can make it because I had a, a toaster o- oven, but that was like taking forever. And I felt like, you know, now's the time. And I'm glad I got it because there's certain things you just want crispy right away or mm-hmm. you want to. Mm-hmm. And it, and and when you put them on the on the saucepan, it takes a minute or it doesn't it doesn't really cook the way you want for certain things. 
Um, um, I have a, so I have yeah. a question. Can everybody say the name of the fish that Carlitos had? Salmon. salmon. Oscar. Okay, so I say salmon, and everybody makes fun of me. And I know Better that a lot salmon. of a lot of people, a lot of people in Miami say salmon. Salmon. So, have you guys I know, heard? Because it's like, like it's an L. What's that L doing there? So I like Francisco Ramos has a bit about oh the about, L is silent. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, I'm like I was wondering if you guys have like heard like people say it like that, yeah. like the other way. Salmon. Salmon. Okay, cool. That was it. Oh, you makes, said it. That makes it's sense. It's the same with so, almond. Um, almond. 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 I could do this all day, guys. Almond. <laughs> Almond? Oh, what do you eat? I'll have like, the almond um, salmon, please. What's that like a uh, thing that comes in a pie from Italy that you have like it's a tomato pizza? sauce? A pizza pie? Oh, oh, I know this. This is you. This is you, Oscar. You say Yeah, because this is my this salmon. You. Pizza. Pizza? Pizza? Like the tower <laughs> pizza? No, you I can't Oscar. say it. You can't say it with a C. Pizza. Pizza. That's how I used Ooh. to say it. You may, they would change pizza. me. Pizza. pizza. Yeah. I have to rearrange the word the the in my mind. I have to rearrange it to Pete, P E T E, and then space A for me to say the word correctly. It's easy to do oh. P dash Z E C A yeah. pizza. No, Pete pizza. pizza. No, yeah, that's huh. but my brain is like, no, that's wrong. Okay. Huh. I <laughs> well. say tomato pie and you say pizza. I say Silver Lake, uh, tomato pie, Silver Lake. That's my favorite pizza place in LA. Shout it's out so to good. Them. Literally, it's They're so good. Literally, order, it, literally. order it well done with a side of ranch. Gluten-free pizza is boring, boring. Ranch? Never. I hate it. Okay, well, put a little tapatio on it and then make it spicy. Está rico, okay? Don't hate it until you try it. I've tried it. I've tried most things. Oh, we know. Is there a food you won't eat, Tony? Ranch is, dressing, baby. Is there Ranch. a salchicha you won't have? I hate it. Is there a what? Ranch. I said, is, is there a salchicha you won't have? <gasps> Damn, How right dare now. you? How dare you? Do what? I know the salchicha? <laughs> it depends. It all depends. Have I had the salchicha before? Is this a new salchicha? Do they have ranch in them? Uh, speaking of salchichas, Oscar, what white? have you been eating what? in the pandemic? Have you been <laughs> cooking? What have you been doing? Beautiful I'll... segue. <laughs> Chef's kiss of a segue. Mm, meow, meow, meow. <laughs> well, as an Oscar Mayer wiener, eh, I will you. say, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm not a cook. I never claimed to be a cook. Uh, cooking is not a forte of mine. And let's say... It is probably one of my biggest weaknesses. I, I never learned how to cook because I grew up in a <gasps> drumroll toxic family where if a man was in a kitchen, he was gay. Yeah. So mm. um, I was sort of uh, barred from literally barred from going to a kitchen and watching my mom cook. So I wow. never, ever learned how to um, cook. And. I think my adult life have, has been sort of um, attempts at cooking and just, I don't know. It's a weird thing. It's like you either know how to do it or you just it's, don't. But if and it, it doesn't me, come naturally, you could just do paint by numbers and you should be fine. Like if- Theoretically speaking, Carlos, <laughs> yes. But my crayons are brown. They're all, they're all like a mm. weird dookie have shade of brown. Okay it's like or stuff like that? Well, yeah, you know, HelloFresh. Okay, um, okay, Cupid, um, HelloFresh. Listen, I'm, I'm listen, what? Carlos. Okay, Carlos. Cupid, HelloFresh. <laughs> Unless they're famous, you do not dating. say their name, Carlos. Oh, so, so sorry, okay? sorry, sorry, it's past. All right, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but I'm what kidding. I will say is, you know, I've also been very blessed uh, in my adult life to be in relationships with people who were very good cooks. Oh. So that person was always in charge of cooking mm. and truly enjoyed cooking. It's not something that was like a chore for them. Mm-hmm. And whereas I uh, was a part of the cleanup crew, which for me, it was like, I did not mind doing that at all. Mm. Like I was very aware of my responsibilities uh, to clean up uh, and do the dishes and whatnot. So, uh, but you know, the pandemic, I, I was single, uh, you know, single and living alone. So I didn't, I was roommates. single. No, I am. Oh, 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 that's so silly. Anyway, oh, man. No. Oh, I see it in your face. You don't want to talk about it. Look at him. Look at him. Look at him. Okay. Well, y'all keep thinking that I'm in this phantom relationship with a person I don't know. 
but I am single living in the pandemic and having to defend for myself, uh, have experimented with, with? some food. <laughs> yes. Go experimented. on. Say their uh-huh. name. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Ralphs. It, I'm not <laughs> I'm not yeah. A bunch of Ralphs? Yeah. His Hot. name is Vons and uh oh, we're quite, we're quite really happy. cool cat. <laughs> oh my uh, god. But yeah, like I I'm not good. I'm learning how to But I mean with YouTube cook. around, like I feel like that's how I'm learning. Yeah, that's yeah. how I'm learning. Okay. And uh, the thing is like there is a really cool confidence boost when you make a meal that isn't a tragic nightmare. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. You feel really good. You're like, oh, my gosh, I like got the ingredients and I put them together and somehow it's edible. Yeah. But then there is a incredible sense of shame and defeat when you create something that you think is going to work and <laughs> looks good, but it's unedible. I'm also a very picky and finicky eater, so I don't mm. eat mm. everything. Yeah. Um. My palate is very limited to a couple of things. So mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of things that I will not eat. So, like what? Um, ranch? Ranch. ranch uh, like, you Wait, know. you don't really like ranch? No. Oh, my God. Blue cheese? Blue cheese? Blue cheese, yes. Blue cheese is would fine. You... On salads, yes. Would you yes. dip your pizza in a blue cheese? Dip what? I've never. I don't think I've ever done that. Dip what? I dip used to. I used to dip never my dipped pizza anything in, in, a, in a pizza. Really? I love me some branch on a pizza. I used <laughs> to put blue cheese on my pizza, but then my boyfriend said no, and then I just started doing ranch, and that was how I changed. Oh God! Oh, <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> you guys shamed nasty. into switching <laughs> to ranch. He shamed me into ranch, but the, the, to be fair, this. to be fair, he got me the tapatio. He got me on that tapatio game with the ranch. So like, right, 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 right. Mm. yeah. Mm. That's like when the French put mayonnaise and ketchup together. Oh, I love. I love it. You know what I've been doing now that I got the air fryer? I got roasted wings from Ralph's and they're cold. They're they're whatever. But when I put them in there uh, for five minutes, they're so crispy and so good. And then I put in a bowl. I put uh, Dijon mustard and I have a full. But listen, but listen, a full ass bag that I've uh, amassed a collection of like uh Taco Bell or uh, Del Taco, oh, like the, the hot sauces yeah. that I've never had used. So I will use yeah. that with the Dijon mustard. It sounds weird, but when you mix oh, it up, it creates no. such a mwah, fantastic. Mm-mm. I totally That's, uh, follow yeah. me for more recipes. I don't want to yuck your yum, but mm, pass. but anyways, you're <laughs> wow! I can hear your eye rolls now, Oscar. <laughs> It's so funny. Oh, it sounds like a door creaking. Me and Carlitos are so like our faces talking about food. We are we're the we're such little god. And I like to make this. (laughs) We get so excited. But it is like Oscar says. It is very rewarding when you pull pull something together. I made a a dinner, very like a like a steak dinner with some potato stuff, and then I was like, I'm gonna make dessert. So I made like a. <laughs> That's so a I research beast. All this, I, re- I research all this stuff and I did like an easier way, like a healthier, like a gluten free, like a, sh- a strawberry shortcake, like dessert. Ooh. And it worked. Yeah. And so it just felt very. Uh, because that's fine. that's a completely different thing that we haven't spoke like baking. spoken to the baking aspect of it no. or the dessert yeah. side. Yes. Of it. Are, are you guys? No, I love me. I. In the roughest of times, and I could probably pick it up now because I have a good setup now, but I I got into a kick of making cookies and I got so good at it. Oh, wow. <laughs> I think I've talked about this. In 2012, when things were really rough and I have very limited resources, like I could still get like, you know, like the ingredients to make cookies and like stuff like that. And uh, I followed one recipe and then it started to change as I kept doing them. Um, and then I would make them into balls and then put them in the freezer so I could just like have single serving. And then I eventually what ended up happening is that it was so good that I like my family was like, or my, I remember my sister was like, bro, I'll give you some money for the recipe. Like, what are you doing? Like, it was really good. Like I was doing it so much. I haven't done it in a long time, but I know I could pick it up again. Uh, that I just started to like, you know, cause when you keep doing it, you're like, oh, I'm going to try this thing. Oh, this, mm-hmm. you know, if I do this more, if I do less of this, or if I add this of a different topic. So yeah, cookies, uh, was like a cool thing. <laughs> Baking is very therapeutic. I think yeah. it, it did two, two ingredients. Remember I told you I did two ingredient bread over mm-hmm. the pandemic, which is mm-hmm. disgusting really, no. but it's fun. But you did it. It's a yeah. milestone in the pandemic journey. You know, yeah. I think yeah. you're the only one of the four of us to 
make bread during the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, I was not gonna make any bread or sourdough or whatever. No, any I wasn't. I didn't have the patience nothing. for that other stuff where you have to wait for it to rise and for it to grow or for. Yeah, no, bro, fuck that. I want to make that shit and eat it right then. Wow, what I'm suddenly realizing is that we're a very impatient group of people. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Listen, if I'm cooking, it's because I'm hungry. Duh. Like I want to eat it when it comes. But I did out. make gluten free biscuits recently, and it worked. Carlitos, okay, you're making, great you're British Bake Off. Hello, Carlos. Why have I not gotten like a package delivered? in a little basket with a ribbon because with pande- pandemic oh, oh pandemic no. that's oh. right that happened oh, yeah okay okay oh, fine yeah. oh wow blame it on a pandemic <laughs> okay okay blame so- it on the- <laughs> well now since we know that june 15th mask off and the world yeah. is well sorry not the world i will California. say <laughs> you're feeding us dinner miss- you're making us dinner i will miss not wearing a mask in the morning i've always had mm-hmm. issues like i've always been very self-conscious about morning breath and the one thing that gave me comfort in the mornings was that I could walk out around anywhere because of morning breath or hunger breath that happens in the morning. Stanky ass with a stanky uh, ass mouth, Carlos. Mm-mm. No, I feel like I, I've, uh, you know, I have like because in the morning between breakfast and lunch, you get hungry. And that's when it, you, it's not like you have bad breath. It's just like from the acid. Either way, I was happy to walk around with my mask. And be like, ah, nobody can tell. Uh, so I'll be a little sad. That, that'll go away. Listen, you know what you else can, gets you, you bad breath? You can keep wearing masks. What keep gives you masks? bad breath? Cafecito! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that makes you go to the bathroom. Both. Both. <laughs> Both. Okay, so let's take a little cafecito break and make sure to brush our teeth before we interview our guests. And I'll go to the bathroom for all of us. Right. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're welcome. Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we are back from our cafecito break. And joining us today, we got a very special guest. He is a culinary chef, all-star, I mean, a Top Chef alum. Please give it up for Katsuji Tanabe. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, guys. Thanks for the invitation. (laughs) I'm very, very happy to be doing stuff in Spanglish. Yes! Because (laughs) I speak Mexican, I speak Spanish, and I speak English. <laughs> trilingual. You, yeah, trilingual. What do what do you say to someone when they ask you what do you, what does that mean? I speak Mexican because that's what say, my my Mexican friends tell me too. But oh, they all have a different well, version. You know, people say to, they say to me, like, "Oh, you speak Spanish?" I said, "No, no, 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 no. I speak Mexican. I'm not a Spaniard. <laughs> I'm not European. I speak Mexican." It's like, "No, you speak Spanish." I said, "I speak certain level of Spanish, mm-hmm. but it's Mexican. If you put me to talk to a Colombian or a Puerto Rican or a Dominican." There's a lot of things that we're not going to understand from each other, mm. you know, and there's a lot of words that I would say that are bad in my Spanish. Sorry, like they're OK in Spanish, in Mexican, but they're awful in Argentinian. Like, OK, <laughs> example, concha. You know, you guys are Mexicans, uh-huh. right? No, you have a cubanita and a colombiano. No, and, a, and a colombiano. 
Okay, mm-hmm. so for for us Mexicans, conchas, it's a piece of bread with like yeah. a cookie on top. For Argentinians, it literally means pussy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we, I'm like, I have learned that uh, the hard way. A lot yeah. of these slang things with a lot of them. That is, but what a beautiful thing, though, that we are like that type of people that just we get different words mean different things, which mm-hmm. is it's fun, but it could be trouble. Yeah. <laughs> But you're totally right that that is important to differentiate just because you speak Spanish doesn't mean that it's universal because of Ex- the big, exactly the big yeah. misconception is that like, mm-hmm. oh, hablas español. So, so it's like a, you, everyone from every uh, Spanish speaking country can understand each other. But like I lived in, in Mexico City for a bit and like I, I spoke Colombian Spanish and they were so impatient with me because I speak muy despacio el español and they were like okay. no 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 you got to speak yeah. faster and, so- and and the other thing for me it's you know I, I think many many years ago uh they will you know white people will talk down to us because they go i don't speak no mexican mm-hmm. and i wanted to own it i wanted to say you know what yeah you don't speak no mexican you pinche gringo but <laughs> what i mean is like now I own the word Mexican. It's like, hey, yes, I speak Mexican. I have no shame on saying that I speak Mexican. Uh, another example is like Cinco de Mayo. You know, people are like, well, it's not a real holiday. It's not a... I said, it doesn't matter. It still puts us as Mexicans as one, uh, one day of, of the year that we deserve to be recognized. And I don't care if you get fucked up, if you get like wild. I said, you know, uh, what's the name? Um, What's the what's the what's the Irish holiday? Uh, St. Patrick's. Oh, like, Patrick. You know, yeah. St. Patrick's. It's, it's not like it's, it's not like they're putting the Irish culture uh, on a pedestal and you know <laughs> like praying to St. Patrick and saying it's amazing. It, it's a it's a fucked up holiday to get fucked up. Yeah. And I I have you know as a, as a Mexican I get very offended when people say that well you know we should respect the holiday. No, as Mexicans we get fucked up. On every single holiday, you come to my, you come to my house. Like I remember when I, I, I it was my daughter's baptism. We had more alcohol and more yeah. beer than anything anything else, you know. And it was like an adult party. Everybody's getting drunk by like three p.m. Everybody was drunk at my restaurant. But that's that's the, you know, as a culture, we like to drink, we like yeah. to party, and mm-hmm. there should not be any shame whatsoever. I'm saying you know what, cinco de mayo, cinco de drinko. I cinco. I. I I'm the wrong Mexican, you know, because people are like, well, you should respect the holiday. I'm like, no, no, no. Enjoy the holiday, you know? Uh-huh. We, it's okay. Are, it's okay, Katsuji. Just admit it. You just like to party. It doesn't absolutely. matter what day uh, it is. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Sunday, fun day, every, uh, whatever, you know? Yeah. Eso. Right. <laughs> I love that. Pero es verdad lo que tú dices, like, that is so, so, so much part of our cultura, like the drinking and, and especially like even how you just said, like a literal, like, baptism that has to do with like the lord our god and you know what i mean and like you know such purity and then okay that everybody's pure let's go do shots which is though like how we celebrate and i do love that about our like our yeah it's how that- we socialize it's like yeah. that's very like, i my mom uh, it, it, my mom was like literally she's like i'm not gonna be drinking tonight or uh, uh you know every time we do like a uh, something that it's in the morning she's like i'm not drinking anything <laughs> I'm only drinking beer. I was like, mom, that's still drinking. <laughs> yeah, she's like, well, yeah. but, but she's like, I'm not drinking to get drunk. I'm just drinking to have fun. Yeah. But then like yeah. six hours later, she's like dancing and like, fuck yeah. 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 Amazing. Do you have a, do you have a favorite cocktail or beer um, that you would say like, yeah, this is my go, my go to if they have it Ooh, anywhere you God. go or. I, you know what? I, I change with the times and mm. this might come out so wrong. <laughs> I don't drink Corona. Oh, I don't like Corona. I, it tastes like skunk. <laughs> it's not, really... even cro- not even the Corona <laughs> premieres. Look, I've been living off a lot of these Corona premieres because they're 90 calories. Y mira que estoy en pandemic body, like a little mm. bit dieta. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm like, my but, boyfriend's Mexican and they drink uh, a lot of beer too. So I'm like... The, o- <laughs> the, the only Corona that I drink is when it comes on a brown uh, bottle. If it comes in a in a clear bottle, uh, I don't drink it. Ah, yeah. uh-huh. okay, okay, yeah. okay. And if it's a cocktail, what's like michelle's or margarita? No, <laughs> I, 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 you know, now that I'm American, I've been drinking lots of whiskey. So I'm, oh. I'm a oh, okay. I'm a Manhattan 
Rinker, por, por ese Manhattan, Manhattan. And, Míralo. Yeah, uh, and, and you know what's the funny part? Every time I, like, I remember living in New York, I would be like, can I get a Manhattan? And they're like, I'm sorry, what? A Manhattan. I was like, bro, like literally we're in the fucking island. I was like, yeah, I, need, yeah. I need a M Manhattan. And they're like, um, what, what's that? I said, Manhattan. Oh, yeah, Manhattan. You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were just messing with you at that point. Yeah. No, yeah. no. <laughs> My accent always, always gets in the way, but I was like, really? Manhattan? Manhattan? No, there's not that much difference, you know? Right, <laughs> That's right, funny. right. So you mentioned living in New York. Yeah. I know you also were previously also living in Los Angeles. Chicago, um, too. Yeah. yeah, and Chicago. Okay, so now you are currently in Raleigh. Because yeah. you have a new restaurant, correct? Mm -hmm. I would love to hear about that because that's, you know, why Rally and what type of restaurant did you open there? Well, um, it's not open yet. I will be opening in two months. Oh, um, okay. But I, I move out of California because it's getting crazy expensive. Like, mm. you know, like I was living in a two-bedroom, two-bathroom apartment in Beverly Hills. And it was $4,000 for like 800 square feet. I moved to Raleigh, North Carolina, and for half the price, I have a mansion. I literally have a mansion. Look oh, at this. Wow. This, is, this is just my bar. I'm sorry, you know, what? I, I have a bar <laughs> in my house, you know? Uh, but anyways, I'm opening a Mexican restaurant in Raleigh, North Carolina, that it's all about not being in the mood of Mexican food. I want to break that uh, stigma that people think, well, Mexican food should always be crispy, crunchy, fried, cheesy, and gooey. Mm -hmm. And what I'm trying to do, it's more about vegetables, more about like fish, uh, uh, everything that it's local, more authentic in certain way without being that like, you know, no piñatas on the on the walls, no mariachi music, no, you know, everything what you think that it's like should be a Mexican restaurant. I'm doing the opposite. Right. Uh, You're not trying to do kitschy or gimmicky yeah. at all. It's no. just, it's food. It's, mira, my, my boyfriend, like I said, he's Mexican. And I'm, and all that, like, sometimes I'll be like, what do you want to eat? And he goes, food. And I'm like, what does that mean? He goes, well, I'm Mexican. So for me, food, like when I say food, mm, it's yeah. just Mexican food. And I was like, I, okay, fine. But like, that's true. Like, it's just like, it's just food to us or, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I didn't want to make a place that, you know, you're going to have the same staples, like, you know, every, every, you know, I don't know. I, I really wanted to like make it a place that people will go there and maybe if you want to just keep it all vegetables, you know, you can have a great meal with all vegetables. But when you go to Mexican restaurants, vegetables are never on In the, the forefront. You know, the, 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 on the forefront, exactly. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, you, no, you always not. see the enchiladas, the nachos, the taco, the tamal. Everything is like having he corn. I wanted to make a restaurant that it was more like you could eat at my restaurant walk away and don't feel like, oh my God, I have to take the biggest shit ever. No. <laughs> I, I love that. <laughs> I want you to come to my restaurant and be like, hey, you know what? I'm craving that sweet potato. I'm craving those butternut squash. Things like that. I don't feel bloated already yeah, just listening exactly. to this. I'm exactly. like, because, mm -hmm. mira que yo soy vegan. So I literally just started being vegan. I've been vegetarian since I was in third grade. Yeah. And Mexican food is like one of my like top three like favorite foods to eat all the time because it was always easy for me as a vegetarian por el queso y los frijoles y ciertas cosas. But now that I'm vegan, it's so much harder. So like I do have to look for vegetables in places like yeah, you just said. Mexican you know? Mexican cuisine before poor you know before the Spaniards, we are a vegetable culture. Mm -hmm. Nopales. Ejotes, mm -hmm. maíz, calabacitas, mm -hmm. epazote, hongos, todo eso. We sí. eat, we eat more vegetables in Mexico because number one, they're cheaper. Number two, they're more nutritious. Sí. And uh, number three, that's that what grows in the land. So like, you know, people be like, oh, you can't have Mexican food without pork. I was like, bro, pork, it's not the main ingredient. Yeah. Beef, it's not the main ingredient. But if you tell me like frijoles or maíz, Mm -hmm. Or like, like, like I said, like calabacitas, nopales, all those things, you know, like I'm not a vegan. I'm far away from being a vegan. <laughs> but if you give me a grilled nopal with salsa, lime and a taco, I'm so happy. <laughs> or if you mm. give me some like mushrooms that are being cooked in a pasote and garlic. My God, what else you want? You know, like yeah. we as Mexicans, I, I think we haven't really tapped in the market of vegetables, you know. I think when the Mexican culture start 
promoting the food here. We wanted to cater to the Americans. Mm -hmm. We wanted that's to cater to, 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 to the gringos. So that's why we put the pork, the beef, the cheese. You know, I I love nachos. I have nothing against nachos. Are there Mexicans? No, you could say they are because they were invented in El Paso, Texas in like 1920s. But Or or chili. Is chili Mexican? Well, not really. Chili is not Mexican. But it was invented of mixing chile colorado and adding the beans to make it more like a, an American stew. So I, I love, you know, like nachos. I love nachos. I love chili. Uh, but those dishes were not invented to mm. cater to our culture. We were Those were invented to cater to the white people, you know? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That makes so much sense. I, I feel like I've, I've, I've heard a lot about that with different types of like Latinx, like food and stuff. You know, we always had to kind of Americanize everything a little bit so that people. I, I, I feel... say, there's nothing wrong about it, but yeah. you know, don't come and tell me that Mexicans, we don't eat vegetables. Uh -huh. You know, we, we eat tons of vegetables, you know, mm. like, I, I, I were, I, I think the most Mexican ingredient are two things with la coche, and flor de calabaza, zucchini oh. blossoms. Oh. And, and they're completely vegan, vegetarian, and they're one of the most exquisite things you could ever eat, you know? Yeah. Or, yeah. or, 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 or simple, you know? And the other things, like people always say things like, well, Mexican food should have cheese and sour cream. When I believe in Mexico, the only cheese that we really use, it was uh, cotija cheese. Cotija, uh-huh. That's, and, right. That's the same. But we don't use cotija to be melty. We use cotija... Because number one, it looks nice to put that white stuff. Number two, it adds that salt content. But we don't we don't eat that cheese like Europeans, like a melty or gooey. We eat it because it, you know, it came to our country. We figure out a way to preserve the milk and we make it super salty. But we use cotija cheese more as a salt component than as a, than a than a, than a cheesy component. Mm, I love right, that. Right, I love cotija yeah. cheese. I can yeah. literally just eat some like authentic chips with frijoles y salsa and oh. Oh, and that's it. And like that is me. Yo y mi hermana en Miami porque no hay mucho mucha comida mexicana buena in Miami. And I would go with her. There was one spot, and I feel like I tell the boys about this one all the time. But I'm like, it was cataquería mexicana en Cayocho, and I would go there. Me and her solamente para los frijoles con el yeah. quesito. Y la salsita, yeah. And we would just like be there for like an hour eating that only. <laughs> something that you might, some, something that you might not know about me, maybe because my name, but I'm half Japanese, half yeah. Mexican. You know, me growing in a, in a Mexican Japanese household, my dad will always make refried beans. But in Mexico, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and you might know this, you know, refried beans, it's, they're always cooked with lard. Yeah. My dad was never raised in Japan eating lard. So he will make refried beans with extra virgin olive oil. And it's literally one of the most delicious things ever. Oh, and something, like that. Oh, my God. You know, yeah. garlic, onion, get them mm -hmm. nice and caramelized, tons of olive oil, and then the beans. Oh, they're delicious. And that's how, really, my dad ended up having sex with my mom. Because <laughs> my, my dad will go to my grandma's house and will make these beans. And everybody like, oh, my God, they're so amazing. And that's probably, you know, I can say that my dad got laid thanks for, thanks to beans. You know, my dad's a beaner at certain level. Sex to beans, I, or no, beans to sex, no? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. beans to sex. Beans, beans comes first, sex, sex comes second. Yeah. 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 You know, so I, wait, your dad, so did you live in Mexico? How did your dad get to Mexico? My grandfather moved to Mexico before World War, World War, De la Segunda Guerra Mundial. There we go. <laughs> he moved before La Segunda Guerra Mundial to be a spy. What? Oh, yeah. He was spying. My dad, my grandfather lived on Tijuana, Cabo, La Paz, Acapulco, Michoacán, everything on the West Coast. Sí. Because his job was taking pictures from the coast because they were planning to uh, attack Pearl Harbor, obviously. And then from Pearl Harbor, land in Mexico, and then from Mexico, attack the United States. But that wow. never happened. Oh, wow. What a What? Yeah. But then that, that didn't happen. So then my dad, my grandfather became an architect in Mexico City. So he built these houses. And funny, interesting fact, all the houses that my grandfather built in the 40s had a huge basements. And in Mexico City, basements are not a common thing. Mm. But 
something very interesting. In during World War II, we have concentration camps in Mexico for Germans, Italians, and Japanese. So my grandfather will actually put refugee, you know, Japanese people in the basements or you know to 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 make sure they will not go to the concentration camps, yeah, right? To help save their lives. Oh yeah. my god. Well, no, no, I don't think they were gonna kill them in Mexico. Oh. But my my father always talk about like you know I remember every Saturday and Sunday we'll go to the concentration camps to drop soap, uh, rice, salt, beans because people don't know this, but in Mexico we had concentration camps just like we had concentration camps in California for the Japanese. Cer um, we certainly did. Yeah, we yeah. had internment camps during that yeah. time. Yeah, so we have yeah. we have we have internment camps in Mexico, but people don't talk about these things. They they just don't know. Right. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. that's wild. And, okay. And so speaking of, like you're saying, like people don't talk about these things and the fact that you are half Mexican, half Japanese, you grew up with two different cultures. And, you know, how how was that growing up? And and also like in regards to like being a chef, like choosing like what type of food I'm going to make, like because, you know, you weren't you're not like you said, you're not just one like just Mexican. So you're just going to go straight on to do Mexican food and yeah, you've done and, different uh, stuff. And too. also to add on to that, like, yeah. how did you want to become a chef? Was that something yeah. that your family did? Yeah. Were you just were you like the black sheep of the family that you're like, I'm going to become a chef? And everyone was like, what? Yes. Right, I'm going to I'm going to answer all those questions because there were so many questions. Number one. <laughs> I didn't realize I was living on a Mexican Japanese house mm. until I started going out in, you know, in, in elementary school to my friends' houses, you know, like, hey, you want to come for lunch? You want to sorry, you want to come for dinner at my house? Like, yeah. And I will go to others, uh, uh, my friend's house. And, you know, what's the most Mexican soup that a kid could eat? In Mexico City for me was sopa de fideo. O sopa mm -hmm. de letritas, o, o sopa de estrellitas. But in my house, all these sopas, de estrellita, fideo, whatever, my dad would always put soy sauce and a little bit of fish sauce. Uh, and I thought that was completely natural. Yeah. So I went to my friend's house and I was like, hey, um, can I have the soy sauce for my sopita? And they're like, what, what do you mean soy sauce? <laughs> and he's like, well, I, I, I put soy sauce on fideo and I put soy sauce on sopa de estrellita. And they're like... That's not normal. That's <laughs> that's when I realized I was living in a house that didn't make sense. Like on Sundays, my dad will always make tempura, mm. shrimp mm -hmm. tempura, fish tempura. And then my mom will make a salsa and tortillas. So we will make tempura tacos. Years later, that became like a thing, you know, yeah. fish yeah. tacos. But uh, that was one. Two, you know, like was I the black shape of the family? Absolutely. I remember in the 80s when I told my dad, like, hey, I really want to be a chef. And they're like, what? We're sending you to the best schools. You're going to, like, private school. Uh, you're going to Europe. You're going to, like, uh, United States. You, you, you have the best education. Why would you want to be a cook? Cooks are the people that work in jails. And then they come out of, I was like, I, I, I really like food. And then that was from my dad's side. From my mom's side, they were like, are you gay? I was like, <laughs> mm, not, not that I know. <laughs> You know, uh, uh, because I will, you know, my child of an immigrant. Yeah. Coño, mira, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, you're, mira, you're either the black sheep because you pick something of the arts or no. and we very much relate about this and we talk about it a lot. Katsuki, and like or like, is she is she a lesbian? I'm like, because I did so many sports. I'm yeah. like, I get I'm like, nope, nope, no. I just like sports. <laughs> I always wanted a magic. What's the name of the, the magic oven or the. Oh, oh, easy the bake easy oven. bake oven. The easy bake oven. <laughs> they never bought me an easy bake oven because it was all pink and it was all about girls. Yeah. yeah. So my grandma, she's like, I can let you make cakes in the microwave. So I, I, I literally started cooking as a chef. Well, not as a chef, as a, as a cook back in the days. My grandma would allow me to play around with the microwave. I was never allowed to use the... And this is like, I'm seven, eight years old, so I'm really oh, young. Wow. So she's like, you cannot use the stove because you're going to burn, but you can use the microwave. And I will make cakes, I will make quesadillas, I will cook chorizo. I will do a lot of things in the microwave. I, I was excited to, you know, to use a microwave. Um, but then my, my grandma, she always said, like, this kid's going to be a chef. I was always oh, amazed really? about mm -hmm. how you could add fire to something 
and turn it into something else. You know, for me, the first thing I, I learned is like if you add fire to water and you put pasta and salt, mm. something that it's unedible, that it's hard, you can make it, you can eat pasta. And as a kid, you eat very simple, you know, you eat pasta with water. And I was so amazed of how the fire transformed those things. Uh, you know, for, for me, it was, it was always about food. Everything that I did is like, how can we get food involved in that? Uh, at a very young age, I realized that one time my mom made a really bad uh, cherry pie. It was awful. It was disgusting. <laughs> and I arranged the pie in a way that looked beautiful, make it nice, whipped cream. And people are like, oh my God, this is really nice. And then I realized that people can eat with their eyes. The food might not be mm. perfect, but if you make it look beautiful, they're more enticed to eat it. And uh, I started playing with that. So mm. for me, food was always my drug, literally since I was a kid. Like, I always liked to eat. I always liked to see the transformation. And number one is like, I am the type of person that I will never eat alone. I will always have, I will always break bread with someone, you know, even even if I'm traveling, I'll talk to the bartender, I'll talk to the server, or if someone's sitting at the bar, I'll sit close to be like, hey, can, can we just talk? You know, I make sure that food, it's a social uh, expression of my myself. Yeah, it's an experience. Yeah, I love, I love that. that. I love that. Yeah, there's something about going to eat. You just like how you said that, like eating with other people too. Like it's, it's just so nice, which is something, you know, again, like we're in the middle of this like crazy world and pandemic yeah. y todo. And like, that is something that like I love. And like, sometimes it's too crazy when you have like 20 people or 10 people at a table. Pero así es como me gusta. Like, I love having to like gritar, oye, pásame el pan or whatever. And just like, it's, it's, it's an experience. You're enjoying yourself. You're drinking. And that's, that's a vibe. Yeah, like, but it's also something. transformative. Like what you said yeah. earlier, you know what I mean? This idea of like eating food at a nourishment versus eating food as an elevation of just nourishment. You know, mm -hmm. it's, this is a social connection, a bridge, you know, uh, 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 an art form really like it, the way that you said that, like you can enjoy food with your eyes as well. That's something uh, huge. You know what I mean? You just don't eat when you're hungry. You eat because you want to feel satisfied. And <laughs> when you talk about like going to culinary school, it's like, no, it's not just chef school. You're just mm -hmm. you're not just learning how to cook. You're learning how to create pieces of art on a plate that yeah. people will digest and consume. You know, that's huge. That's super important. Yeah. Yes. yes. And that uh, separates like a chef from a cook, I think, you know, ex exactly. <laughs> But, you know, I have all that family lifestyle, all that family food oriented, uh, wine, tequila, beer was always part of the uh, experience. But then I moved to the United States and that changed a lot of the dynamics because Ooh. I moved to the United States without speaking the language and without any money. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So what made you move to the United States to begin with? My parents got divorced. Money disappeared. I couldn't go to college. I, I, I said to my mom, I was like, no, I'm going to be in Mexico. I'm going to make it. But then I realized it doesn't matter how hard you work in Mexico. You're never going to make money. You know, it's, if you're poor, you're always going to be poor. It's, you know, very little chances that you could move up. But then in moving to America, I said to myself, I said, in 1999, I said, if in 10 years, I'm not an owner of a restaurant, I'm going back to Mexico. And I, you know, 10 years later, I became the owner of my first restaurant in Beverly wow. Hills. Oh, yeah. que se llamaba? Mexico Share. Mexico Share, yes, which yeah. is also... Mexican kosher food. It was, yes. yeah, it was, you know, circumcised porks. <laughs> Cochinitos. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay, I have a question um, that I personally, I, I love to ask this to anybody that is a chef. You guys are always known for the cooking scars. Can you tell us a quick story of one of like your cooking scars? Because that's something that I learned watching Anthony Bourdain and like, uh, and then I, you know, there's, and I was like, oh, I love scars. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, I, ha I have a great one. This, <laughs> is, in, this is in Mexico. I'm okay. working for free at this Italian restaurant. I was like 17 years old. They were not going to pay me. So I was just a dishwasher. And You know, in Mexico, you don't get paid by the hour. You get you get paid by the day. Mm -hmm. So, average day, it's 14 hours. 
And, you know, you get $5 per day. <laughs> and I remember one day, it's like 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm super tired. I'm going outside. I literally pulling out this trash bag full of broken bottles. And I pull out the back of this broken bottle and a piece of broken bottle in my arm Ooh. goes like this. So I have 43 stitches on my arm because this bottle went that. And by the way, I pulled it out. I did it. Went back to work. And I didn't, didn't realize. Notice? No, I didn't notice. Because, you know, the heat of the moment, whatever. And then the chef is like, hey, you're bleeding. I was like, oh, shit. I said, I'm bleeding a lot. I was like, you could see the... I was like, yeah. So I have like 43 stitches on this arm because they... Uh, and obviously in Mexico, you don't have insurance. So they're like, hey, um, you want to put some duct tape on that? I was like, yeah, I'll put some duct tape. Oh, then, my yeah. God. Oh, my God, no. You pulling the duct tape out after sounds hasta peor. <laughs> yeah, no, then, then, then my grandma, she's like, oh, my God, we're taking to the hospital. And then, like, took, 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 took all these stitches. Oh. Um, I have another one on my finger. I have no feeling on, on this finger because I was slicing bread on that slicer, and then my finger went on the slicer. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, I'm And so bad. they had to I... reattach your finger? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Ooh. my God. Wow. I, I was... I can't... 18 years old. These war wounds. Oh, I'm my really, yeah. gosh. Yeah, I knew it. I knew you'd have a good one. I'm like, yeah. I'd love to hear oh, these. Oh, I got too many. I got, <laughs> I, got, I, got a, I got a third degree burn on my hand, you know? Like, yeah, no. Oh, I, I, yeah. I, I was working in Santa Monica at Houston's on 3rd Street and Wilshire. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know Houston's? Yeah. And there was this Korean kid next to me, and he was searing tuna on a cast iron full of oil. And I said to him, I said, you put too much oil. It's, it's you know, because we were cooking together. I was, you know, he was a thing, I was a thing. And I said, that's a lot of oil. He's like, no, no, no. And then he throws a piece of tuna and it splashed all my hand. And all my hand is like, Fuck. and I was like, I could see literally my hand getting like, oof. And then oh. I, I went to the hospital. They're like, we're going to do a skin draft from your ass and put it on your hand. Thank God yeah. nothing happened. They, they put me some cream made out of silver that it was, like, amazing. But <laughs> I remember that, that fucking Korean kid was like, what the fuck, bro? Like, you just fucking threw me. Like, God, you know, like, that's... And he was so like, much. oops. Yeah, he, he was like, oops. He's like, you're right. That was, yeah, that was too much oil. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. He's like, you win and now you're burned. My bad. I know. He learned his lesson that day. <laughs> oh, my Hopefully. gosh. Yeah. Bueno, mira, I also have some cooking scars, so I guess now I'm a chef. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but every time I do get burnt, I'm like, I do that sometimes. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, I'm like, I have all these scars from like just oil, truly not nothing else. And <laughs> cutting my fingers when I cut vegetables. But I feel like those are always really fun stories. So thanks for sharing those for sure. Absolutely. Um, Yes. Um, thank you so much for being with us. We are so happy to have you on and listen to your stories and your journey. This is fun. Um, yes. Uh, where can our audience members and fans, where can they find you? And if you have anything, um, maybe you can tell us what uh, the name of the restaurant and rally is and when it'll be opening the date, if you have one yet. Oh, I, I didn't told you, but as a Mexican that we obviously we like to drink, I'm coming out with a pre-mixed drink like literally you pop the tap oh. and i have a, a tamarind pisco sour <gasps> oh, a, yeah. a, and i have a cucumber margarita Ooh, oh, but, uh, these are like ready to go cocktails that you open you put it on ice and you get it's like two drinks in one they're okay. so they're so strong and what are, the, what are they called yeah uh, katsuji's kukurita and tamarind tam, uh, tamarind pisco this is more for people that are in the Chicago area. Hopefully, we're going to take them national. Okay. And then my restaurant in Raleigh, it's going to be called A Verde. A Verde. Because in Mexican, when we say, that, where are you going? Uh, a, a Verde. O a la Casa de los Tios. O a la, yeah. You always say, a uh-huh. restaurant. So uh, I was like, hey, let's make it more Mexican. So it's going to be A Verde. Verde. Oh, love it. Yeah. So cute. And you guys can find me on, on Instagram. I post a lot of stupid bullshit and funny and we love a it. lot of like in- politically incorrect Mexican stuff all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mira, and what, what's at your least handle? you're honest. <laughs> yeah, what's your handle Kats- on Instagram? Oh, it's my name. Katsuyi Tanabe. Okay, perfect. perfect. And we will, yeah. we'll make sure we will to be tag following you. you. Yes, we'll follow mm-hmm. and tag. And then also, everyone... You can follow us at Spanish Aki Presents on Instagram and at Spanish Aki on Twitter. 
You could follow Carlos at, of course, it's Carlos on IG. You could follow me at Raisa Licea on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me at Azimo on Instagram and Twitter. And you can follow Tony at uh, Tony Roderick at gmail.com. Just kidding. It's uh, the Tony Roderick <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter. Katsuji, thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast. You Guys, were amazing. You, you were so this is fun. Literally- one of the best podcasts that I've ever done. You know, you guys oh, are fun. Oh, my God. Yeah. Thank no, you. Y mira, si estás en, en, en Los Angeles, Los Angeles. When, the world, yeah, when the world opens up at some point, we'd love to have you at our live show when, we, love to, yeah. <laughs> when we start it again. <laughs> Absolutely. And, anytime, guys. I, I will, you know, thank you guys for bringing the Latin culture to a different level. Yeah, that's that's a, you love know, that. Yes. Yeah, thanks, th- thanks for putting, uh, you know, thanks for putting our, our culture out there, you know. We're yeah. fucking amazing. Hell yeah. Yes, we are. Yes, we I are. need that on a t-shirt. A huevo. A huevo. A huevo, dale. Guys, thank you so much. Thank you. Spanish Aki Presents is an Earwolf production executive produced by me, Raisa, Tony, Carlos, and Oscar. It's engineered by Jordan Duffy and produced by Anita Flores. You can follow us on social media on Instagram at Spanish Aki Presents and Spanish Aki on Twitter. Find our latest merch at potswag.com and especially look out for the Spanish Aki Presents enamel pin set featuring all of our beautiful faces. Yeah, and help us get the word out by telling a friend about the show today. Make sure to rate and review Spanish Aki Presents and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. Want more Spanish Aki Presents? Find our full archive and ad-free episodes on Stitcher Premium. Use promo code SAP for a one-month free trial at stitcher.com slash premium. deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.